you were talking about body shaming and what was it bullying bullying online bullying and or self-esteem and body image yeah why when you say body image like take me back to high school or junior high um, what do you mean body image like were you did like you think you were fat no skinny um just not being you know obviously when it comes to guys in school they always got to side each other up you know and you always got to be that if you want to be like one of the cool people you have to be a big guy or just be able to hold yourself you know what i mean Oh, so it's almost like strength, survival of the fittest, right away. Yeah, like the fucking jungle, or else you're on bottom. You know what I mean? You can't be treated the same, and you can't unless you like well off and punch somebody in the nose. Yeah, they they always want to bring something to a fight. What it feels like, like if you argue about something or things turn sour, that's what people mostly do in school. Were you bullied all through school? Um. For as long as I can remember, yeah. Do you have any good memories from school at all? That weren't when I like w- were really young. Um. Honestly, no. Just pretty much all despair, depression, stress. Yeah, like dreaded going every day. Even like, especially like shit like gym class and things like that. Like. So each class before it happened, it was just like, oh, God. Yeah, like, I don't want to fucking, like, I don't want to fucking get dressed with a bunch of other fucking guys. Like. I felt that way, too, but it was Like, am am I not fucking, like, do I measure up to them? Or are they going to make fucking fun of something? Like, fucking something on my back or a stretch mark? You know what I mean? So you took it, like, you're already body image. Yeah. That's because people have said some, said shit, you know? Oh, so you're like, okay, I'm really afraid if I do whatever, or if I take my shirt off, my something's going to be off. Yeah, or like, oh, you're too skinny, or you're fucking weak, or whatever. So this is my nephew, Seth. We were going to do a podcast here about bullying. Um, we started talking about stuff like that before, and I asked his permission if we could put this down. So whether or not this ever gets released is up to him. But if I, and when and if, and if he's ready for me to release it, I will. Because I think a lot of kids should hear this because there's an epiphany at the end of it. But uh, it's a really good episode, and I feel like you guys should listen to it, especially if you went through anything in high school or if you've ever wondered what the so-called or uncalled nerdy kid went through or whatever. I think you should listen to this because there's a happiness to it at the end. I'm going to go ahead and uh, roll that intro music. So, anyways, the body imaging stuff and the self-esteem and the stress and the bullying and the cyber addiction. Were you ever cyber bullied ever? I mean, you know what I mean? Um, and I don't mean to just what, jump off track, but we'll get back on track. Not but. really from what I remember because I never really added like people like that online. You know what I mean? I'd have oh. my personal friends and that's about it. That's how I kept it. Never really let it get out of track like that. And so when you're... So with the self-esteem and the body imaging and the stress and the bullying, with what made you, I don't know. Able to live through it? Well, not that, but like at the same time, like what made you um, 
now you're in a you're in a good place but what like at the time what made you just want to be like i'm i'm done like i'm i don't want to go to school anymore i don't want to do anything anymore like you you were thinking about like you never thought about hurting anybody else but you thought about hurting yourself right oh yeah um so like how when did it how did it get to that point like was there a certain thing that happened or was it just like oh my god this is happening every day that like i don't even want to be here anymore when i think it mainly happened when it started becoming more personal when even outside of school when things would get from there to school and people would bring it up and then just shit like that like say i worked a job and that person worked a job with me and somehow something would end up getting split out that never even happened and they would go and tell it around school and rumors like that just they put me down they make me feel like i'm not doing right and And they could hurt they could hurt me at hurt, the job. If you hurt something about yourself too, would you, would it like bother you bad? Like you could oh, just yeah. hear something about yourself and be like, "That's not true," and just get over it. No, because even if I try to defend myself, there's <laughs> they're good at fucking turning that shit around. When did you stop trying to defend yourself, or did you ever? I never stopped trying to defend myself, but they keep pushing, especially when they're bigger than you and they're in groups. They'll keep doing that. So what would you do? When you were defending yourself, how would that go? Just talking back and, you know, like sticking up for myself despite what they say. Just constantly like trying to turn it, turn so it you around. Like you weren't a coward then or not cowering down, not a coward, but cowering down to them or? No. You... Even in my last years of school, like I, uh, before I left school and I was done with it cause it started getting like physical and I was just done with school. I wasn't able to focus either way and I wanted to find a different way, I would push back. When they pushed into me, I would shove them back. Like, that shit happened. So, they got physical? They got physical. So, they were just, like, start shoving you in the locker? Oh, yeah. I got shoved into a locker, and I think the final straw was when I ended up fucking really shoving the kid into the locker, and it just got really bad after that. And so, like, so you were never the type of kid just, like, to take the the hit like that and then just sit there start and cry fighting or, or no just like sit there and cry to himself no and just like be like i can't move like it didn't like shock you like that no so you got pushed and you just felt like this fiery rage or what i did but i also have to think what would happen if i did this i'm just gonna get in more trouble and it's gonna get to turn around on so me. you had a rational anger yeah did I, you ever did you ever get in trouble for fighting or anything like that um not at the top of my memory but I'm sure it happened. And I just it's something I never didn't want in school. Getting phone calls to my parents. Shit that I didn't already need with me fucking not doing that well. Not even able to focus. Like, let's add fucking fighting and shit like that. That's not what I needed. Were we ever made fun of that? Were made f- or made fun of for that? Like, for not fighting back? No. Well, or for, like, not throwing a punch and just... Sure. Um. Sure, yeah. People, like... Like pushed you and say, "Come on, hit me back," or "Come on, or like, back. yeah, let's go out the side and have a fucking fight," you know? Yeah, sure. You know, deal with that. And then, so like, but what about? Have you ever like gotten crap for the way that you were in school, though? Like, you know, you because you had a you had like ADHD, right? Oh yeah. And so like you couldn't, uh, you know, school was tough for you. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I was hard to focus. Um. That's another thing that really spurred me into like fighting fighting back or at least pushing back was when my grades and shit were brought up um during my last year of school my uh 
teacher decided to be very unprofessional and tell the entire class that I was failing. So that was lovely. And oh, the kid Jesus. brought it up afterwards. Oh, well, you're failing your class, so you're an idiot, blah, blah, Yeah. So it kind of just played on your intelligence, like you're a dumbass. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even doing the homework anyways, but <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. I, I didn't do well, it. It's not I, because you, know, you weren't doing the homework because you weren't because No, you were I just stupid. didn't pay attention, and I just slapped well, and was depressed all the fucking time. Right, and you didn't want to do it. And, and plus, no. no kid wants to do it anyways. No. And, so, and you kind of became defiant because you kind of, like, hated everybody. I did. And even when I tried to, like, make, like, connections and try to do things or even, you know, just be normal... I still got picked on and people still found a way. Like, let's say people tried talking and hanging out with me halfway through the school year on my last school year. And, uh, they ended up picking up little things that I said when they asked me questions and using it against me later to turn it around and pick on me and bully me with it. Like they didn't, they were, I thought they were trying to be friendly. I thought they were trying to be nice. They weren't. So, at what point did you drop out because the bullying was so bad? Um, about three years ago, when I turned sixteen. Um, so you've been like a sophomore. Yeah. Okay. And then you ended up going to a place called like Job Corps, right? Uh, before that happened, I got um, I spent a little while studying for a GD at a like a center for it, mm -hmm. and I just I I got really good scores and burnt it out right away because I that's all I was focusing on there wasn't anyone around me to like yeah you had like a teacher that. who cared like a person yeah. who cared it like, was just me yeah oh so you went to you got your GD first yeah I got my GD before I did that so you you left school basically at 16 mm. failing probably every class pretty much and you went and studied for a GD for how long like a month and you got your GD right away yeah Wow, that just goes to show how fucking useless a high school diploma is. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because you can go to college with a GED, you know, you just because you sit there and you're being taught the same shit, mm -hmm. just whatever you want to be learned. Okay, so that that's pretty amazing. That's My really friend cool. did the same thing, too. And that's the way that I feel like if your school's not... Because, like, I'll be real with you. If I wasn't in sports and or wanted just, like, to go to prom to get drunk and party and stuff, I don't see any other point of high school. Just fucking prom, dude. I went back to prom for that same fucking school year too. Really? And I, be yeah. And the the girl that was with that fucking guy who fucking we almost got in a fight with. Mm -hmm. She was fucking calling me out for fucking pushing him around and or like pushing back and like leaving. And I was telling everyone how good I was doing my GED, and they would just snicker and laugh about that shit. Like because they're fifteen, sixteen years old, and they think oh it's yeah. Bullshit. And they don't take anything seriously, and they treat it like I'm fucking stupid. And yeah, like, oh, you got your GED, I'll go for you. Like, because automatically, if you have a GED, you're dumb. Yeah. And racism acts like that, too. Oh, you're this, you're 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 different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there, there's another lesson for you. <laughs> but so, and so you got your GED, but what do you mean? So, and then you went to prom with this girl, and that uh, ended up being a huge my, Our exchange student, she asked me, and it's, you want to know the funniest fucking shit, mm. he asked her. <laughs> the guy who I, who I ended up like leaving school he asked her before like she even knew that this happened to me and she turned him down and she wouldn't ask me <laughs> oh that's dope dude she, he was pissed <laughs> <laughs> and so you went to prom with her and whatever and then she got mad at you at prom though no not uh not the girl not the exchange student but the one girl he brought 
apparently like heard about this shit from other people and she so started prom decided just to start shit with you start shit with me and threatened to like beat the shit out of me too the girl the girl wow and just across like at the table and i'm already dealing with the guy that i didn't want to like i was just being nice to him and everything too. Oh, so that guy's like already salty with you because he's with the girl that he wanted to be with and you're with her. Yeah. And then he also goes, oh, by the way, that guy tried fighting me. Yeah. And uh, tried to get me in trouble and shit like that. Whatever. But um, it just ends up being a big shit thing because I left school and, you know, I fucking... All that shit. People, like, looking at me and fucking talking crap. Oh, like, as if you left school because you're a problem child? Type? Or, like, or I'm a pussy. Like, I just wanted to get away. Oh, okay. And I ended up just having a fucking really bad anxiety attack. My stomach was just killing me. Oh, and right. I left, like, pretty much right away. Like, halfway through. Oh, that sucks. And so, how did the girl take it? She was fine with it. Uh, we think we took the pictures before anything ever happened like that. So, so everything was good. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But she still wanted you to be with her for the night, but you were just over it. Yeah, I was done. I, I didn't want to be there anymore. I just, I told them to come pick me up. I'm ready to go. I was done. So you had already gone through so much shit mentally that it pushed you to panic anxiety attacks? Yeah. Damn. And that's, and that that's, yeah. That, you know... When you hear things like that, it's kind of like, I have to keep going back to it just because people who have never gone through anxiety mm-hmm. or panic attacks, they think you're like, why Why would you do that? Just oh, yeah. things need to be just okay for you. Just go take a deep breath. You know what I mean? Right? That's kind of like, that's kind of like, you know, someone who's never been racist has been like, hey. I'm not racist, so why would I ever think anything different about this person? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you're fine, or you're fine the way you are. Like, no one thinks this way, but mm-hmm. a lot of people do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's another way to relate things like that. But with the anxiety thing, people who have never gone through it have no idea, but that's horrible. Like, anxiety yeah. attacks are horrible. You want to, like, you know, you feel like you're having a heart attack, like you're going to oh, die. Yeah. And if they made you feel like that at that age, I'm never, I didn't have my first panic attack till I was 25. Yeah. So I think though my, my mechanism for dealing with things that were made me feel shitty like that, which I haven't got things through things like that, but I definitely dealt with my fair share of like a bullying or whatever. Yeah. But my way was just to bury it. Mm-hmm. Like I would just bury it. I did too for the longest time. Right. So you and you dealt with it more. Like oh, every yeah. morning when you woke up, you got smacked in the face. Yeah. You know. But for me, I would wake up for a week and get smacked in the face once. Wake up for two weeks, not get smacked at all, and then one week get smacked four times. You know what I mean? So I was able to just swallow it and never swallow too much to where I exploded. Mm-hmm. For you, you swallowed a shit ton and you exploded you know what i mean because you dealt with it every day until i was able to finally get away from it yeah i had the option because i wasn't going to just drop out it's not it wasn't legal for me to just drop out right but at 16 you could have a choice to get your gd or whatever you could just you could go so then you got your gd and then you went to a place called job Corps, right yeah great no fucking terrible experience so and most of the time when kids go to job corps it's like the kids that are that are like you know fucking stole or like just like just criminal like type th- kids or no 
What is it's it? a mix. It's a mix between people who like go there because they actually want to learn something. Like a but trade. most of the time, it's more of a oh, like this is your last just ep- effort to go and get something done for yourself. You know what I mean? Or you're going to jail. Or yeah, or you're like you know, like, or your probation is They teach. Uh, they get you. You can get your GED there too while you're doing it. Oh, okay. So that's another reason to go there. Learn your all your shit. Get your GED. Get your fucking um, your one subject learned that you want to go into a profession for. And, and it's a known yeah. thing that they send quote-unquote troubled kids there, right? Yeah. Okay. That day one. Day fucking one was like f- fucking people that I could not trust. People who had already brought shit that they were not supposed to have to get me in trouble. I literally just got in there. And day one I was already seeing things. <laughs> Actually. What did you see? Just like like fucking like I know there was meth damn <laughs> one kid got kicked out for that holy shit the jewels and shit like that they weren't as big a deal to me obviously cause that shit's not a big deal but there you get kicked out for that shit too right so I stepped away from that shit and I didn't want to deal with it and I totally just I was done with it and but yeah people there they think it's like they act like they're in the hood. You know what I mean? Because they came from there. Yeah. Because they came from there and they treat you like that. Right. And because, I mean, it's, and this is a horrible saying, but take the girl out of the trailer park to yeah. marry her, but you can't take the trailer park out of the girl. Yeah, no. So, can't. like, you take the kid out of the hood, you can't take the hood out of the kid. No. Especially you grew up knowing one thing your whole life, and then all of a sudden you're supposed to be all structured. You know what I mean? It changed. No. So I get it, but at the same time, you were around some people fucking were, different motherfuckers. Yeah, people were fucking fighting, getting kicked out for that. Fucking one kid got kicked out for fucking his girlfriend behind the fuck one of the fu- fucking buildings. Oh my. Like what? The- who the fuck decides? Dear- hey, campus hours. Let's go fuck. Like really? You like great best. time. Well, you like. But there's other times. There's fucking dorm hours and shit like that. You know what I mean? That you could try to do that, but you're gonna do it during a fucking one of the where people are literally walking around looking for kids that they shouldn't be doing shit. No shit. Like that's that's dumb as fuck. <coughs> but yeah. <coughs> and obviously. <coughs> You know, be, my attitude being towards when people like snap at me, I snap back, even though I don't really have what it takes to back it up, but I'll still like mentally back it up. You know what I mean? Well, you'll say, like, if someone says something to you, you're not just going to take it. Is what no. You're yeah. And that gets me into trouble with all these fucking people who are actually, you know, oh, I heard this kid beat the shit out of a bunch of other fucking kids. Like, yeah, of course. And during that time, just like meeting all of those fucking people like there were good people there trying to do their thing and then there was people like that who were just causing trouble in the fucking like dorm rooms i i can't do dorm rooms man <laughs> i can't and so did you share a dorm with four other uh three other kids oh that's almost like fucking you got sent away to like military school or like kind of like juvenile yeah. they even made you fucking do the beds like the specific way or else and they raided your fucking dorm on that too so you've been through a place. You've been through a place where there's hardcore structure. Yeah. So that you got to take away something positive from that. Uh, you hated it. I oh. hated it, and but at the same time, I mean, there's positive things. Like makes me realize that I got to get my shit together. That's the only good thing that came out of that, honestly. And because you don't want to end up in a place like that. Yeah. Because you know what the next place like that is. Yeah. Jail. You know what exactly. I mean? So, but when I, but, okay. So I got you, halfway through my welding class, halfway, 50%, like, 
only a few more months than I would have had my certificate and everything for that place. Oh, really? Yeah, and even in during like school, like school hours where you were learning the shit, people did not give you a break. Like, I think I had a guy telling me I didn't belong there a lot of the time, telling me I wasn't taking shit seriously enough and all of that. Like an instructor? No, like one of the other kids. Oh. They're just pushing me around. So you really, and that's why the story kind of has a good ending, but like you really, 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 you didn't like, it's not that you valued it, but you really listened to what other people said about you and you let it determine how you thought about yourself. Yeah. Like, cause some kid would tell you, you don't belong here or whatever. And it would bother you so much that you're just like, you can't stop thinking about it. Like pissing you off. Like, why would that motherfucker say that about me? Or, Mm -hmm. and like, why am I like, why am I even here? Like I hate it here. People aren't around, around me cheering me on. Basically. I had other fucking problems there. Family problems. Uh, like my dad trying to reach out to me yeah and that and that for the first time for the first fucking time uh a girlfriend <laughs> i met there fucking cheat on me ouch yeah with a chick nonetless because she was bi but okay, well cool i mean cool but like <laughs> why are you gonna do that shit and then lie about it oh she lied to you she lied to me how did you know she was lying because they, i got told and then she finally admitted it to me I just I blocked her after that and yeah, never talked to her. At least it was a chick. She actually ended up leaving the fucking campus because she didn't want to be there because of because of what happened. Oh, we'll see. And that was her reason. Yeah. And so like your reason too was because of the kids were bullies and assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's kind of like everybody has their reasons to like. And I wasn't able to. Things. I wasn't able to focus because of them and then the family problems what made you and want shit to like go that. To job core in the first place and feel like this is good for me. I don't think i was the one who brought it up i think it was my mother mm-hmm. and honestly i think for the longest time i was trying not to go really? until i finally just i think she gave me like another ultimatum <laughs> and made me go from what i remember i would i would have to talk to her and try to remember it but yeah that's all i can really remember from that and so the bullying and so all that stuff followed you and oh, then yeah. Eventually, you kind of found some solace, some kind of like happiness in video games. Early on, like during like when the bullying and shit like and that happens, I met some guys what? who I still know now. Bullying what? Like when I was bullied younger. Oh, when bullying. I was younger. Oh, okay. So, so this happened before. Yeah, much earlier. Um, because we're going back to video games. Um, so when I was younger. Obviously, I was getting picked on around the same same reasons, all that. Uh, you know, you're not fit enough. You're not it's survival of the fittest shit. You know what I mean? You're a nerd, all this and all that. You're not how we perceive people should be and all that. But I met people who accepted who I was. And online, I wasn't that. I wasn't what, you know, people hated. I made my place there with my friends. I was actually really good at what I did. So, like, when you so when you said you met a group of guys, were they at the school you went to? Yeah. So you did have a little click. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, even before that. Okay, so before St. Thomas, right? I think in Fargo. Um, so you went to, so you moved from Arizona at what age? I don't even remember. It was, like, two. Maybe were, not you even. Were, you were way older than two. Was I? I don't even remember. When you moved to Fargo, I want to say you were 10, 10? Seriously? Yeah, Fuck. because Ava was only like it. five. I was How much older are you than Ava? 
like three years. Okay, so then you were eight. Yeah, eight, I've nine. repressed memories of all that shit anyways, but uh, <laughs> all I can remember is playing the fucking sand. That's literally it. Yeah, and uh, you love dinosaurs in Star Wars. Uh, that shit I'll always remember, but not yeah. Arizona. I don't really remember that. No, because you were, you know, that was like ele- like deep elementary, like first yeah. grade, second grade. Because I don't remember that stuff really so much either. we moved to Fargo in cul-de-sac with uh, my stepdad. And I met some guys there. They were older than me. Um, and they're a good bit older than me. Like, I'd say three years, right? Where'd you meet them at? The cul-de-sac that we lived in. Oh, okay. So they were, like, two doors down. And we ended up just, like, going over. I ended up and going over. And at this point, you were probably about 11 or 12. Yeah. And I was still having problems in school and all of that. People would, you know, do all that shit that they would do that I was talking about. Right. And I wasn't very good at sports. I, I mean, I tried. I got forced into a few of them. Mm-hmm. And I just never really fit in. Like in. flag football and stuff. Yeah, that that was fun from what I remember it. But Yeah, but you were really good at it. Yeah, and then obviously me being a fucking weird dinosaur boy, no one wanted to <laughs> hang out with me. <laughs> Uh, like I can't really blame them for it being weird like that, but I was also, you know, fucking little kid. For sure. And I met these kids, and we would fucking hang out, right? They'd hang out, and we'd skate around, ride bikes, and then they started uh, showing me. I think you remember this because you gave me Black Ops One. You remember that? Oh yeah. I yeah. Gave that we too. started playing that together. Oh, I was the beginning of your demise. <laughs> <laughs> No, not fully, because I remember playing Modern Warfare 2, but I think it was after Black Ops 1. But we started playing Call of Duty together in, like, groups online, and and they're only a few doors down, mind you, right? So, and I'm, I'm, they're really good at this shit. Like, I swear to God, they're phase level good. Like, they were pretty good, doing trick shots and all that. And I remember just spending hours and hours enjoying myself, not worrying about my self-image and what everyone thought about me, because they couldn't see that. They can see you. They can see anything. They can just see how you performed on the game. How I performed, how I talked, and just that's it. And I remember just having a blast, and from there, that's kind of... And you were at kind of the beginning of the 2008-2009 shit-talking stages, so you learned how to do it. Yeah, that shit was fun. (laughs) Well, you learned how to do it straight up when it started, in a sense, you know, because, like, you played Halo, too. Oh, yeah, I did. And you were on chat on that, too, weren't you? I think so. A little bit. Honestly, the farther back we go, the, me- the more memories, because I'm pretty sure Joe yeah. had the old Xbox, and yeah. I'd play Halo Combat Evolved, the first one. Yeah. So I'm sure that's where that like fully starts. But like yeah. when it comes to friends and like making it a full-time like thing where I just focused on it more than anything else. Like you couldn't wait to get home to get on. The- yeah. And then so like, and then when you moved to St. Thomas, like you still played with those kids? Uh, I still know those those guys. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so that's kind of crazy. I think like it's almost kind of like the first social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can go and like you have their gamer tags and you kept in touch. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever jump into game or whatever? Uh, he's way too busy with his military stuff now to do that. So. Uh, well, that's the thing. So like you see him log in from time to time. Yeah, like, I'll oh. see like a hi or I'll see him on social media and see what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, what's crazy is like so you started way back in the day like that and so you were accepted because of the way you performed on the game and because you could talk and say, well, fuck you, faggot, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I owned you right there. Oh, you want to talk shit? And then you, like, shoot him, and then you're good over, like, you get killed a couple times or you kill that guy back. Yeah. So, like, you you gained 
what what made you feel accepted. Yeah. And you didn't want to give that up. No, I didn't. Yeah. And and to an extent, like, so it made you, it was your first love. Pretty much. Yeah. Because Turned it, into an obsession. Not sure. Gonna lie. Right. And like the obsession was probably more of just being accepted just fucking yeah. like I, I i'm good at something like i'm like when i fucking i loved basketball so i played yeah. basketball constantly you know what i mean it, it became an obsession I, I had to play every day mm-hmm. like i'm obsessed with golf right now i have to go golfing every day i think about it all the time you yep. know what i mean so i get it and especially as men you know you you have obsession towards things but and this was so much deeper though because you weren't if you were getting bullied on there, you were already sticking up for yourself, so you would just say "fuck you" right back. Yeah, and you guys would laugh, and then other people would laugh as you know what I mean. People, yeah, like even though people like pick at each other online, it's more of a like you can sit there and fucking trash talk, and then two seconds later start laughing about stupid shit with each other. It's it's different, right? I mean, not social media. That shit's it can turn into a fucking nightmare, but where no one can see each other and see you're just playing a fucking game and you're not focusing on that. It's, it's good. Right. Well, and, and it is, but it, but it's also, that's very addictive not good. and, but yeah, and it's, it, it's very not good in the sense of if it takes over your life because shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, damn, that's, you're only doing like you like I look at some of those you just you mentioned phase but I look at like phase rug and mm. people like that I'm like look at that nerdy motherfucking kid that <laughs> ugly like the beak nose and just fucking like he, I he probably went through horrible things he's probably a, yeah. and then he was just the shit at video games and literally became popular as fuck mm-hmm. you know but like without that like he would have maybe gone through a lot of hardships you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's so horrible because you could obviously tell, like, he's probably the nicest guy ever. And I, I feel mean, like when you're treated like that, you tend to turn, like, either one one of two ways. Like, you either turn and you treat people like that yourself or you tr- you feel that way and you feel like you can't treat people the way that you don't, you know, you don't want to be treated like shit so you don't treat them like shit. You know what or, I mean? Or you kill yourself. Or that. What point did you ever want to hurt yourself? How close did you ever get? Um, a few times through the years, I know I've made threats of doing it, and I know I've uh, I've attempted to slice and do that, and that's pretty much the extent of it. How? How? Razor blade. And you just, like, did you stop halfway through, or did you think like what made I you? I just, I just thought like, why would I do this to myself and the people that actually do care about me? So you had a moment of clarity and I, the I, most I, fucked up. Thought. Yeah. Did you grab the razor blade to cut yourself when you were having a fight with your parents, or was it after a fight with that in school? Uh, probably school mixed with things that happened at home. Just because I feel like when I gravitated towards, you know, video games, people, they didn't fully understand why or and they also saw it as unhealthy, you know, like you did. And they tried to pull me away from it. And I just latched on for dear life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just makes it worse because it's like when you take it away, what the hell do I have? Fuck. That's deep as fuck. Right. You felt you felt like bullshit. If you're going to take away my video games. 
I, I what the f- yeah well you, exactly what you just said like what else do I have because mm-hmm. that was the one thing but now going through with what you went through and kind of maturing because you matured so much since you moved up here with me mm-hmm. and now you're moving out and going on you're going to do big things but like what do you get from that how would you feel that you should ever treat somebody I feel like you should treat somebody the way you want to be treated. If you, you know, treat people poorly, it's just going to come back and hit you right back in the face. Yeah, because, you know, that's basically the golden rule. And also, those people that gave you the most hardest of shit. Yeah, because, you know. One, one, excuse me, one, they're going through hard shit themselves themselves and they're so depressed themselves like we don't know what their home life is like to where they have to come to school and make fun of some poor kid to feel good about themselves to feel good about themselves or two they're just assholes and right now in life they're going through fucking horrible things like getting divorced or you know being dumped like losing their chill like just because like what you said goes around comes around and that that's a real thing and you kind of came to this epiphany on your own yeah like no one had to tell you to be that way kind of like with the even with video games and exercise and stuff like that like i've never heard you say i don't even really know if i want to play video games much so much anymore like sparingly you know all the last few weeks i just feel like i've honestly like lost the like not the will, but like the drive to sit there on that chair and just play it all day. Like, like yeah, I have my friends. That's the only reason I'd get on to do it. Like, and, it, and you've been dealing with some anxiety and shit lately, right? Okay. Oh yeah, like and, chest pains and and now because we're all under quarantine, like you were, you know, kind of slowly getting off quarantine. You literally, no one's telling you no now. Yeah, and so now you're really sitting back and going like, is this my life? Is this, yeah. Is this all I'm going to be doing? And then also, it's kind of like your body is telling you, hey, man, like, I am not 15 anymore. Like, you can't mm. just drink soda all day and without then, giving like, me And then, like, not heartbeat. going to work, not being any active at all, just feeling just feeling that way. Like, feeling like you're just stuck. Yeah. Like, like a pile of potatoes. Just And at 19, if you're feeling that now, that means that your body is just becoming stagnant. It's like a frozen steak. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, because a body in motion stays in motion body in motion lives in like when you are sitting there that much think about it and then before video let's just say even the 70s but let's just go back farther in the 40s and 50s and 60s like there were board games and like Mm -hmm. that's as much as you would sit down and play something and those barely had just came out normally when you're gonna play you're outside riding your bike or walking with your friends or playing marbles or moving up and down like kids never ever ever sat around as much i think heart disease is gonna go way through the roof with video games obesity too and shit like that and so when you hear about these kids having heart attacks in their 20s and 30s and 40s, you're like, what the fuck? You know, but it's because, like, dude, they've been chilling, playing COD for 20 they've been years. eating fucking pizza rolls and just sitting on their yeah, ass all fucking day, yeah. not and, moving and, at... and don't get me wrong, that's so awesome to fucking do and fun. It, it's but fun like, as hell. But, but everything is okay and good, I believe, in moderation. Yeah. So, like, let's say you worked your ass off all week and on Friday night you want to fucking have pizza rolls and some 
fucking whatever and do that, that's cool. But don't let it go past that night. Dude, I always looked forward to like after like a full day at work, just being like, oh, I'm gonna go sit down and chill with my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you can, you know, because after you did that or whatever. But at the and then, but and then it's gonna it turns into less and less. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like okay, once a month I'm really gonna enjoy this, and then it because it becomes more of a treat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But and that and that's the whole thing. And and you're you're 19, and you're gonna and you're gonna I'm have just, a whole different view of life in 10 years than you do right now yeah for sure. well i finally realized that if i want to stop feeling this way i have to change something myself too you know so I mean? go into that a little bit deeper for anybody who or any kid if you can go back and talk to seth five years ago who was 14 years old going through the worst years of his life what would you say to him i would tell him that it's it's time to get up and you know make them eat their words get out there do the things that they tell you you can't do and just try your fucking best. Try your best to work out, you know. What would you say to the sad Seth, to like the, the depressed one, if you're going to try to, you know, make him feel better? Well, if I'm coming from the future, brighter days are ahead. Things will get better. There you go. You know? With the people that love you, you don't hold things back. Don't hide things from them. You will. You will feel better and eventually things will get better. Because that kid that you were talking to at that point felt like there's no hope. No, there wasn't. It didn't feel like there was. Right. Feels like even when I told or even when I finally would tell somebody something, it just didn't feel as big of a deal to them as it felt to me. So, you know, that's that's probably the best thing you could ever tell you. And thank you for opening up about this stuff. I know it's not easy. Definitely go ahead and post this. And I will. You know, and because I feel like even if let's say one kid hears it mm-hmm. and it helps them, that's we great. Did our job, you know what I mean? Because that's what this is all about. Even deeper in life, the more stress you go through. Because I promise you, right now, and this, and I don't say this to scare you, yeah, but the pro, you're gonna realize. That the per, like way later because the problems that you have any times in life, any time in life, seem like they're the worst at the moment. At the moment, but, but when you look back on them, when not. you look back on them, especially when you're a kid, you're like, oh my god, I wish I had that worry. Yeah, you know, I wish I just had this guy saying he wanted to fuck me up compared to this person calling me telling me you owe me twelve hundred dollars, I'm gonna ruin your credit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But even that is not a big deal. So I think that we all need to realize, and I heard this the other day, that life is all about numbers. You came into life with a number, you're going to end with a number. Mm-hmm. That's it. So whatever stress you think you have or whatever think you have going on life in is life what that you is make so of bad, it. well, we're all going to die. Yeah. It's what you make of it, it and the memories that you make. It's you need to live else. life and not let the things that, you feel like are horrible and stressing you out and like oh i can't do this i can't do that i can't fuck i'm so stressed out like if you go through life doing that your whole life you're gonna waste so much precious time because you could die tomorrow we could easily there's been kids younger than you that die babies toddlers they die like honestly tonight i was like before we even started doing this like we were talking about doing it i didn't want to do it but just sitting down and finally just being like so take chances try yeah just get out there and do something 
Because the things that make you the most uncomfortable in life, the more discomfort you seek, the your brain will fucking just, or in your life, your soul will just explode with a new sense of purpose. And wow, I did that. What else could I do? Holy shit, I did this. Yeah. What else and could I do? Sometimes things just look and feel hotter in the moment than they actually are and you just have to go out and right. break that barrier and your body and your soul and everything is full of so much potential and we'll end with this david goggins he's like this an amazing person he was beaten as a kid hardcore like bad by his own father he weighed 325 pounds twice he was so insecure and a liar and just like he'll admit all these things and literally he got out of army school or he was like you know in some sort of part of the army ended up gaining so much weight he was about 325 some pounds and he was spraying for cockroaches like that was his life at like 25 years old yeah well he decided one night when he was watching tv after he got like a big chocolate shake and a dozen donuts he was watching a thing on navy seals and he was like holy shit like that those guys are real men like wow and he decided that night that he was going to become a navy seal and he called all the naval recruiters and they all made fun of him like you're 325 fucking pounds are you serious like you have to be um you got to be at your height at least 190 you know, you mm. can't fucking do that. You fucking crazy. Like you're no, it's not going to happen. Plus the for next class is, is soon or, you know, to get into, into the Navy. And so one recruiter actually took him serious and was like, yeah, well, you sure can. But, you know, the Navy, the next sign up is like the class. Next class is in three months. So if you want to get in this class, you got to lose 130 pounds in three months. He worked out every day. He ate the smallest amount that he could eat just to keep him going. It worked out every day. He lost 130 pounds in three months, became a Navy SEAL, ran in 100-mile races, literally 100-mile races, all these things. He accomplished so many things in his life. And the reason why and, like, a, a big reason of this is, is because he thought, go, 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 right? Because when we die, if there's a God or whatever you believe in or whatever's up there, you're waiting in line, right? Because people died before you. So you're waiting in line and they keep pulling this sheet down. Here's like, let's say I died before you. It was Mark Dormay. Rip the sheet down. Now it's your turn. You sit down. Mm-hmm. And it's going to say, Seth Rodriguez. Well, Seth, you are, uh, you've got a six pack. You're a multimillionaire. You started your own gaming company. You did your own. Um, all this other, or you were a Nobel Prize peace winner, just all these things, right? Mm. And you're like, that's not me. <laughs> you got the wrong Seth Rodriguez, God. You must not know everything. And God goes to you, no, this is what you could have been on earth. Yep. But you only accomplished like two or three of these things. And most of us as Americans, especially, or just as people, Whenever anything gets hard in your brain and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that or it's uncomfortable, you quit because you're like, fuck, it's too hard. I'm going to quit. Or if you're jogging and you get tired, you stop. 
you you're exercising, you get a little tired, you stop. Well, you don't gain anything until you work through the tired. Yeah. You know, and literally you don't every person stops when things get hard or they get comfortable. Oh, I got a good job or well, do you want to try to, you know, get farther in that job or can we go back to the story that you were just telling me about the one guy, right? Yeah. So also another thing that's important there is someone told him he could. Someone believed that he could do that. Well, Someone in a joke, him. no, in a joking way. That a, guy. No, he didn't. He didn't help him at all. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't say anything. No, all that guy said. Well, yeah, hey, in three months we could uh, get you in class here. If so he proved them wrong. Hundred percent. He proved so because the guy was basically, and I didn't say that the right way. Then my bad. But the guy was like, yeah, hey, if you lose hundred and thirty pounds in three months, I'll totally accept you. Like, right. yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fucking right. And this and David Goggins was told that you can't do it over and over and over again by family members, by friends, by all these people. Like you can't you can't do that. But if like you that, stand up it. for the people and believe in them, that can help them as well. So the thing is is that you just you could power through it and do it yourself. You know what I mean? Yep. And like the one guy, when I said this one guy, this one guy just listened to him and said, yeah, man, well, you can do this if you do this and this. Yeah. But it was like, you ain't gonna ever going to do it. But you sure could if you did it, you know, and then he did it. And it's just like, you know, and it blew that guy's mind. So it blew that guy's mind. Right. And so what I'm saying is, Seth, when you die and you go there and you're like, you weren't any of these things, but this is what you could have been. Now, if you like right now sit down here doing a podcast with me, you never thought you can do that or wanted to or thought, oh, what am I going to say or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you ended up making a real show and just opened up. Now, what if you went to God and he's like, you had a six pack, you're a multimillionaire and you did this and you're like, oh, you forgot that I did this. Oh, you forgot that I uh, that I started two boat companies. You forgot. And, and God's adding things as yeah. you live. He's adding shit. Instead of just being like, you did this, this, and this, he didn't do it. Because with most people, he's going to list two, three things and be like, uh, you did about three out of the seven things I had listed for you that she could have done. And then rips the list down. And then it comes to Seth and like the another page falls down and it's blank and you have to remind him, no, do this. Like you're blowing God's mind. Like, oh my god yeah you did that you did that you did that you did that i didn't even think you could do any of that that's what you should every person should go for when they die mm-hmm. every time they never be comfortable in what you're doing and everybody wants to work so hard all their life like grandma to retire mm-hmm. oh now i can retire so now you can die so now you can just sit down now and- you can just do nothing now you don't want to better yourself now you don't want to be that person that did this at this age or this at this age you're just you're okay and you're comfortable with that that's that's horrible but that's just how we are all function to live mm-hmm. and you getting through bullying now strong enough to where you have grown so much in my eyes which you have and going on to do other things in life moving out moving on that is a huge growth for you and you're gonna do great so all right well it's been real got anything else to say before i close out nope i think that's pretty good me too all right well we'll talk to y'all later peace